Houston, sharpening Bachelorette fanboy podcast, where we talk all things about Claire, about Taisha, about everybody's favorite Bennett, and all the other gentlemen on the show. We will be dishing, we will be contemplating, and on the line with me is my lovely co-host Magoo. Magoo, how are you doing today? Uh, Magoo, the greatest... Uh... The greatest golf DFS analyst inside of the West Mississippi. All right. I'm, let's get right into it. Bachelorette people, I'm sorry. Fast forward for about two minutes. I got a rant. Magoo claims to be a golf handicapper. And I'm going to tell you what. He has never given me a good golf pick for fantasy or gambling for that matter. He gave me five picks today and he's going to go – one for five, it looks like. Your boy's out of fresh hundo. Not happy about it. I should just stick with my uh, analytics guys, I guess, Magoo. What's going on? You didn't bet a hundo, did you? Oh, it happened. On DFS? Oh. <laughs> Why do you do this? Like, you bet a hundred. You bet your money on the worst things. It's like, you it's could. Not, you... It's not DFS, so it's not traditional, like, points against other people. It's, you know, they give you if the prize picks. They give you over-under. So, basically, you're betting the guy's handicap for the round. So, it's more like, you know, real betting. Like, you're betting, is this guy going to do good or not? And, uh, man. It's like, One for it's five, like a, that is not good. It's like Augusta's the great equalizer. Like, all these guys that are out of form, like Fowler, Tiger, Phil, like, like they come to Augusta for, like, the quick fix. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand why – these guys that are out of form all of a sudden just shoot, you know, 68, 69 today. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. 2020 is a weird year. Just do the opposite. I'll do analysts and I'll give you the exact pick for tomorrow's bets. And you just take the exact opposite. How about that? <laughs> well, listener, listener, if there's one thing Magoo's got, it's excuses. So there you go. Now let's, let's segue into the bachelorette. Magoo. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we don't have to talk about the Bachelorette, but I did get I watched, to watch finally. Well, spoiler alert! Are you hooked? Didn't. They're, well, apparently the other Bachelorette did not follow through. She fell in love. I did see a little bit yeah, of it. She ended the show. She called it. They had a cliffhanger, and I didn't get the answer. Did she actually know the guy prior to the Bachelor? Did they have a relationship before? So they kind of, I feel like they kind of messed up, Magoo, because apparently they were going to start filming. And so they let everybody know who the cast was. And then they're like, hold up, now COVID's starting. And so they, they put it on pause for three months. But at that point, everybody knew everybody knew who everybody was, but they weren't allowed to communicate. So, But he, he slid, was, but he slid like, they weren't allowed, but he slid into her DM, basically, is what you're well, they deny that. Apparently, she said she was just, you know, observing him via social media, but not interacting. And then she was already kind of like, wow, this guy is solid dude. He's my favorite. And, you know, she was all in once, once they met in person. So, I don't know, man. I mean, it was not pleasant watching. I will say that. But uh, uh, new girl, Taisha, she's uh, seems uh, like it'll be a good season going forward. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it though. I, I've never watched Bachelorette before, to be honest. But. Oh, you should! It's amazing. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Bill Simmons had a whole like. Uh, I feel like he had a whole like a gambling 
like a like bachelorette fantasy league that he, he posted <clears throat> on his website. Yeah, you just sneak draft the contestants. It's kind of overwhelming, man. I don't I don't know how either either of them do it. It's like I think at the beginning there were thirty two guys and one it's like, man, that how do you compete for, for enough time to even make an impression? That's I don't know, interesting. I feel I mean, like but she, I don't have to worry. I feel like she looks at like a lineup board and then like what they do. And then it's like right. when they interview them, what I heard, so I on this podcast that I was to do Bachelor Party, what I heard is the producers kind of nudge her in the direction of, which just seems like so terrible when you're talking about this is supposed to look like organic love, but the producers kind of nudge her in the direction of, Rachel Lindsay, I believe, was the one that confessed this, of like the guys that will provide most entertainment value. Uh, like uh, they all make uh, the cut. Well, Say, you know, keep these guys on for a while. I know you're not into it, but you know, you've got 20. Yeah, so just eliminate. It's almost like, it's almost like, I mean, it's kind of fake news, but it's almost like they have multiple people filtering out these guys besides the Bachelorette. And so Uh, they already kind of know who's going to get a rose before, you know, at least until, you know, halfway through the season. They kind of nudge her, and then it becomes like, okay, these are the guys that are actually, like, either entertaining or, like, actually, I don't know, <laughs> are the most eligible, I guess. I I can't watch anymore, though, because, like, once they these dudes actually start falling for her and – she starts having to do some hard cuts. I'm not. I'm not down for that. I don't want to watch dudes get their heart broken on national TV. No. I, that, that's too uncomfortable. I too uncomfortable for me. But Magoo, I mean, you are you are an eligible bachelor. I would. Uh, I would love seeing you on this show. Have you have you ever thought about applying to a show like this? I don't know. I don't think. I think I'm a little too old. Number one and number two. Okay, uh, for sure not. Want, I mean, the lady that was in their twenties that just drink a lot and it's going to be dramatic. I, and I don't, I don't, no, mean sound, these, I don't mean to sound on a high horse, but I think I'd have to lower my IQ levels, you know, considering the guys that I've seen on this show. I mean, I also have well, to wear like yeah, capris. I would also have to wear like capris with no socks. And do you think Magoo can pull okay, that off? Okay, yeah. <laughs> the fashion, dude, you you would need to get a little bit of a makeover, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I think you'd have a good shot at it because, you know, there's these guys are a bunch of jabronis and you would stand out as you got a good job. You're well put together. And, uh, I would need to I, I would need to get a makeover, but I guess they do that for you and they tell you to lose a few pounds and then, you know, get a fake news yeah. tan and all that. You've gotten a fake news tan before. Yeah. Jim tan laundry. Well, I'm naturally tan. I don't know if you've heard. Well, you also got a fake news one before your wedding, so. Ah, yes, I did. I did. It, was a fake, it was a real tan. I didn't spray. I mean, it was a real tan. Well, it was, oh, a, it was, maybe I did it was, a, it was like Palm Beach tan. The tan it was January, tan dude. I, I did, it was January. We were lacking sunlight. I remember um, I went to the wedding. Well, if you don't apply for that, I think we should apply for Amazing Race. I think that would be that would be a fun thing to do. That would be uh, fun. I'd be down. Magoo. I know um, we only have uh, ten minutes left before I've got a, I've got a. So oh, uh, I've got give recapping last week of football. We're actually the football portion. 
if, if the ladies that are listening, the lady, uh, you can go ahead and log off because we're done talking bachelorette. I don't think we got anywhere with our bachelorette call thing. Um, last week recap. Um, I don't think. I'm trying to think. I don't think it was a great week. I think it was so-so actually. We nailed a couple picks. How so-so week for Clemson? Yeah, I actually, oh, that was a winner, actually. I gave out Notre Dame. Um, that was an easy pick. That was an easy uh, win. We were down so many players. Did you, just, did you get Notre Dame? I did, of course. That was. Uh, just the points, or did you take money line? Both. Oh, wow. I'm surprised you And could, I uh, teased them. You know, and I teased them to 11. Wow. I'm, I'm surprised you uh, did money line. That's. That's uh, that's very bold. That, now the money line I did do in game, but it was still pretty good. The the money line uh, in game actually was the best because I got them that when we went up thirty three to twenty six is when I got them live money line and they were like uh, oh. three to one and it was great. Okay, so I actually watched this. I don't watch college football. I watched this game. It was remarkable that Clemson was even in it at the end. I mean. That, that really kind of should have been a blowout. I mean, I, Notre Dame should have won by double digits from the way that game was looking. Um, crazy. They settled for a lot of field goals. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, of like, you could tell I don't really want to talk about it because, you know, we balled out on offense. I'm so sick of these coaches. Um, you know, they continue to try to establish the run, and it's like, at what point – is it like you just can't establish it? Like it's not going to work. They couldn't run the ball at all, yeah. and it's just just fling it, you know. Just get a little creative. You don't have to just drop them back, you know. Throw some more screens. Throw some little quick passes. Yeah, just, I mean, it, it, throw, short throw passes deep, count as runs. Yeah, throw yeah. throw deep ball. You know, you could you run these bubble screens in these games, like, and then you don't bring it out. I our pass play calling was great. I thought like the play calls for passing. Uh, Tony Elliott was great, but man, he just he refused to go away from the run, and it just put us in third and long, second and long every time, and it was so frustrating. But I mean, offense wasn't really the problem. I mean, it first half, it, especially first quarter, it was pretty bad, and especially the I mean, the most mad I was on the offense was when we were up thirty three twenty six with two minutes left, and it's like you just need two first downs, man. You just need two first downs. Like, this is the time to break out whatever creative play calls you'd want. And it's first down, yeah. stuffed run, second down, run, ETN, out of bounds, stop the clock. And then third, that, yeah, that was bad. third down incomplete. Oh, and it's like, I don't care if it's a pass, a run. You need to get your best plays to just get the 10 yards and then worry about running the clock. You, you can't run it on the first and second down. Like, they have enough time. They had three timeouts left. And so it drove me crazy. Like, just Dabo, it's like, uh, I mean, I hate to admit it, like, he's not in these close games a lot. So he kind of falters around down the stretch. And, and Tony Elliott, too, it was, a, it was a little bit of a ding. I'm not worried about the defense, even though they gave up a lot of points and yardage. We were just hurt. I am worried about this offensive line and the run blocking. It's, it's so bad. And if we can get one-dimensional, it's, it's a problem that doesn't seem to be fixed. So that's my rant, and, you know, you heard it here first. Uh, Notre Dame will have a fake news COVID outbreak uh, prior to the uh, – if, 
if any coach is going to pull that off, it'll be Brian Kelly. Stop. Get ready. The week of it'll be it'll be Friday before the ACC title game, and it's like, oh, we can't play. It turns out. If you think about it, that would be brilliant. Like, what they have everything to lose and nothing to gain. Like, why? Why? <laughs> Just ask me this: Why would they play that ACC championship game, Notre Dame? If pending they run the table, that is. Because it's scheduled, and that would be a huge controversy. There's no way, dude. You're crazy. Yeah, but they can't. Too many internet. I mean, it would be kind of, but also like 48 games have gotten canceled. Like, it doesn't look that sketchy. Like, if there's only like, if there's only been 10 games canceled all season, then it looks sketchy. But there's been 48 outbreaks, and it's like, man. (laughs) Brian Kelly would so pull that off. Just get ready. I'm ready. I'm fully ready for that. What else happened last week? Let, let me let me hear it. What, uh, what happened? I didn't Florida say. trounced Georgia. I wish Georgia went up fourteen nothing. I would really wish I would have bet Florida money line at that point. But they oh, had some, wow. they had some injuries. That was another one I liked is Florida plus three uh, with the with the Georgia injuries that they had and Stetson Bennett kind of turning into a pumpkin. Um, so we won a teaser with uh, Notre Dame and Texas. That's why we teased because Texas didn't cover the spread. You're not going to believe this. Get ready for this. I lost a lot of units on the Big Ten. Um, oh, gosh. I went back to the well with Bodog, and they got smacked around. Oh, you never learn. You never learn. Um, Natrashka? They are. There's something wrong. There's something wrong there. Um, Natrashka? Lost more units on Natrashka versus Northwestern. Of course. <laughs> you better fade them. I, I think they're in a good fade opportunity this week. <laughs> So fast, and then Penn State wasn't even close. I laid the point with Penn State versus Maryland. Oh, that wasn't even oh, close. Brother. The only thing I won, I won Minnesota over Illinois, and I won. I don't know how I had so many Big Ten bets, and I won Iowa over. Yeah, Michigan what are you State. doing? It's so bad. It's terrible. Just, uh, these spreads are so. You did it to yourself. I don't. Hey, know. but what about my boys? We said uh, it is not. It is no longer Brocktober. Oh, a good spot. For Baylor and they uh, easy cover for you. It wasn't easy. They were <laughs> they almost boolered it. Well, yeah, the second half got off to a rocky start, but um, you know they get prided it back. Uh, so yeah, you you covered nonetheless. Well, that was last week. Um, we have good news and bad news about college football this week. The bad news is what? there is it is not a great card. The good news is you can, you know, take row pumpkin patch picking or whatever. Plus, it just means more spotlight on the Masters. So we can watch the Masters instead of this pretty bad college football card. No Clemson, no uh, Alabama. Like half of the SEC games are, are uh, canceled or postponed. That's bad. Oh. Uh, so, I mean, you're looking at like having to watch Baylor, Texas Tech. Oh. Eesh. Eesh is right. We have a good fade opportunity, though, that I like. Uh, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going back to the well on Bodog as a four-and-a-half-point home underdog. No. Dude, <laughs> yeah. don't do it. They, there's something wrong with that team. <laughs> I am, man. I, I would not do that. I also like NC oh, they, I also, If you're going to lay the points, I like NC State. I think Florida State is quitting this season. They had like four guys either quit or transfer in the past week, 
That's yeah, that's not good. Their best defensive tackle is out for the year with an injury, man, and he should have gone to the pros last year. I feel bad for him. Uh, I think they just might get blown out. They got they lost to Pitt last week by twenty four. So fade Florida State. I mean, it's piling on, but still, like there's no fight in that team at all. Uh, and then <clears throat> we're back with Bodog. And then uh, you know. Kind of like Wazoo is the home dog, a ten-point home dog. No, I, I don't know if you can touch. Can you really touch a Pac-10 right now? I, I I just think it's too early to know anything that's going on. Come on, scared money don't make money, Baru. Hey, how about this? I I saw a line that intrigued me. Uh, Penn State was a, I believe, a short road favorite at Nebraska, and I I think. That's a prime opportunity, prime get right game for old James Franklin to run up the score, make you feel pretty good about yourself. So <laughs> I like that one. Oh, man. If, if, yeah, you have a gambling problem if you bet that game. I bet it, dude. Hey, I'm going to lock that one. That's going to be my fine. first lock. Fine. First Penn lock. State, Penn State what is three it? and a half over to trash you. Yeah, I like it. Lock it in. So bad. Whoa, what are the – some other uh, – I was trying to think. I, think uh, I like this other one. Get ready for this, stinker. Hold your nose, game. Rutgers lay the point seven versus Illinois. Uh, yeah, I don't Rutgers, know. Those two teams. Rutgers is a little frisky. They crushed Michigan State, and then they covered the spread versus uh, Ohio State last week. And Illinois is an absolute train wreck. They got crushed by 0-3 – uh, Minnesota last week. So okay, hey. I will um, I'll put my stamp of approval on this. Oh, I know another one that's um, OU OSU. I I think OU is gonna crush them. Man. I think OSU is a little bit of fool's gold, and OU is right. I'm I believe it is, isn't it? I could have sworn I saw they were like six and a half point favorites. Is that right? Oh, wait a minute, I can't find this game. OU o- Oklahoma State. They always play at the end of the year. Uh, well, you know, it is a weird year. Maybe. <laughs> Are you sure about this? I'm not sure game. about this. I'm I'm a bachelorette <laughs> commentator. I don't at all, Baru. Oh, I have another great one, man. I actually like this card, even though. Wait, so did I just make that up? I could have sworn I was like listening to your podcast. I think you were uh, you saw something fake news, and uh, okay, that is not a true statement that they're playing each other this week. They always play like the last game of the season. Um, I got another good one here. The Fighting Golden Eagles of Boston College are 13 and a half point dogs to. Oh, that's next Notre- weekend. Next weekend, Maguro. But lock yeah, it in. The line's talking? out. Okay. The line is out. Okay. Let's stick to this week. We'll talk about that next week. Notre Dame, ultimate fade spot. And Boston College oh, is yes. good. They're frisky. Yep. Yes, they DC, are. They're, they're on the road coming off a double overtime late game. Yeah. They're playing, uh, yeah, 2 30, but. Still, BC gets up for these games, man. And I like yep. that coach. BC's got a good coach. That's a yeah. That is. I'm, I might have to even dare I say sprinkle a little bit. Oh, just a little bit. Just I'm a little sprinkle. Bit. Sprinkle, listener, if you're listening. Yeah. Just, just sprinkle. I love. So place. that's a great. I have one more. That's another hold your nose um, system play, and you're not gonna like it. But this team. Just beat, just got beat by Liberty. I like the Virginia. And he's back. You switched Wi-Fi's on us. 
No, I got a phone call. I'm going to go uh, on. A- <laughs> stuff to do, people to see. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> we ought to so what, what these two together. You're, you're telling me about oh, their favorite team. Uh, yeah, you, you're going to hate that one, but I like the Hokies minus two uh, versus Miami. That line oh, is I the do. most suspicious line of the season. That wins most suspicious line. Like, why would the Hokies, who just got beat by uh, Liberty, be two-point favorites over the number nine team in the nation? I will say, I do like the situation you're describing. I would not go in on it, but yeah, maybe a little bit. Tell me about your NFL, your favorite NFL play. Hmm. You know, I haven't looked at that much yet. I need to look at uh, NFL, but I'll let me just pull up our old pals at the NFL and see what we have here. Uh, Washington. Oh, I, you know, here's one. Let's lay the – we could fade the Saints. Riveting to uh, riveting podcasting here as I look. Uh, you know, let's just lay the points here with the Lions four and a half because Alex Smith is quarterbacking for Washington and yeah. I don't think he's cooked. I mean, Captain they're gonna run the ball in every yeah, they're gonna have to run the ball every play. Captain Checkdown, that's why I picked up the tight end for Washington. I'm starting him this week. No, pick up that uh, backup running back, uh, McKissick. Is that his name? I mean, that guy. Is he the guy? What he, get? he got like 10. Is it McKissick or McKinnon? I, one of them plays with a 49. Yeah. He got like 10 it... catches last last week. It's crazy. Did he? Yeah. My fantasy team is in the toilet you know right who now. They're, you know who their tight end was? Uh, former Virginia Tech quarterback. Logan Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I remember that's where he was. That's where I recognized that kid. Isn't that crazy? I Our... knew, like, I knew I recognized that name. Like, where did I heard this kid? That is the Virginia Tech course. That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I have him. I'm starting him because my team consisted of George Kittle and Austin Eckler, and they are done. So, I had and Kittle. Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I had Kittle also. I'm I'm rolling with Jimmy Graham this week, and I'm not happy about it. It's, how many times have you had Jimmy Graham on your team, and he's disappointed? It's like Jimmy Graham, uh, Jared Cook. Jared Cook is always like, oh, he's an attractive fantasy tight end, but you end up with four points. So. Who's um, your I don't, I don't know who's playing. I don't know what the matches are, to be honest. Um <laughs> I would say bet against the Cowboys, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, I, mean, I did terrible. I went one and four in Squirtin last week. Oh, you pulled a Baru. I did. That was bad. I don't know what. <laughs> you know, I, I I hate it when people do this and retroactively say, "Oh, I should have said that." But I didn't do the UFC corner last week, and I loved uh, Glover Teixeira. He was uh, over yeah, plus two hundred, and uh, man, he's he's had a real like a little late career resurgence um unfortunately i have not looked at the lines this week for ufc but uh elder oh. is is uh fighting uh rafael dos anchos rda on uh five days notice so that'll be you know normally i would uh, say uh paul felder all day but the five days noticing is kind of crazy so 
actually don't even know what the line is, but I'll um I'll look at the card and hit you up offline, McGrew, if I have any. What do we do about our listener that needed your plays? Well, I guess if uh, you're a good podcast host, you can put it in the show notes what my <laughs> UFC play is. <laughs> okay, everybody check in the show notes. <laughs> All right, well, who you do you go. like, now that we know the first round in the books of the Masters, who do you like to win it now? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Who's, I feel like see. I don't even know who's winning. What's the leaderboard? I know you all know, your Paul picks were Casey's, wrong. Paul Casey's leading. I actually, I know it's easy to say this and nobody will believe me, but I actually looked at him yesterday when I was putting like a $5 long shot was, uh, I put mine on Lucas Glover at 500 to one, but I should have put it on Paul Casey at 250 to one. He wasn't 250 to one. That's way too high. Uh, he was something crazy. No, I, I can't remember that, what it was. On a podcast, I think they said he was like sixty-six to one or something like that. But uh, you know, Paul Casey's oh, yeah. the, but he he can't win these big big tournaments. He's he uh, like a second or third type place type of guy. Um, I don't know, bro. These these masters, though, they tend to veer to guys first time major winners and older guys. You know, you think. Think Phil, think uh, think uh, Sergio. So Adam Scott, you know, you never know. I don't know. Um, we'll I like it'd be, JT. It'd be fun. Yeah, he I say go with Jake. Honestly, Patrick good. Reed. If you can get some good odds on him, I think he'd be a good bet too. Um, I feel I like he's like Adam Scott. No, no, he's he's another. He do, he doesn't win these big ones. He's not anymore. He's yeah, you know, it's interesting. Dustin Johnson always makes his move on Friday and Saturday. It's like he's, he's the ultimate, like, moving day guy. So, Well, even uh, even Duchambeau, I mean, he uh, started off real rough, but he, he salvaged and had a, ended up, what, minus two, I think. So minus if, two, uh, and he, he didn't play well at all. So if you can get him, I mean, he, what was he's he, like, one return? Yeah, I mean, fifteen to one or something. Yeah, he went in the water on one of the par fives. If he turns his seven today into a four, that's amazing. Under, that's amazing. Man, all he has to do is take advantage of the par fives for the next few days. Text me the text me the odds when they put them out. And I know there's still some people. I don't know if they have it have it ready yet, but I'm curious to see. They should. Deshambro's uh, odds. Yeah, well, no. T- text me everybody's odds, or you know, the top uh, oh. twenty or so. You know, don't get crazy. We'll see. This might be our longest pod yet. Yeah, it's really unfortunate. So uh, let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping it up. Um, I can't wait to lose more money on Nebraska this week, and uh, you know, you really can't. You, Brew, listen to me. You really can't lose what you don't put in the middle. But at the same time, you also can't win much either. Call it. <laughs>